What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the We Got Now podcast. I am really excited about the episode we got for you here because I am joined with my brother-in-law, Ed Carter. Yes. Uh, And man, props to Ed. He's a big Ohio State fan. And uh, he has has volunteered to record this episode in the middle of an Ohio State game. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's commitment. It is, and we're bad. So you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're literally we're, we're not gonna lie to you. We're watching the game as we record this podcast. Uh, so if if Ed just shouts randomly, <laughs> uh, it's because either something really good or really bad happened. Uh, but on top of being just a big sports fan. Ed is, uh, he's a new dad mm-hmm. to Eden Monroe. Yes. Uh, she, she's a little bit less than, than two months old. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a husband to my sister, mm-hmm. CJ. They've been married since what? How December long of 21. December of 21. So over almost two years now, yeah. right? Yep. Um, and, and I've already mentioned here, he's, he's a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. He's Ohio State. Saints. Saints. Saints is Jack, your number one team, yeah, right? Yeah, man. Who who dat for life? Man. Who dat for life? Who dat for life? Uh big LeBron fan? Yeah. Yeah. Big LeBron, you think uh you think the Lakers are are gonna compete this year? We'll see, man. Uh A D, you know, I think he's the integral part and if he stays healthy, I think yeah. we can always compete. But if he doesn't, you know, it gets a little dicey there. Yeah. So we'll see. But you know, LeBron is almost forty and he's still yeah, still top. 10 to 15 player yeah. i don't think we've ever seen that before yeah. so yeah a bunch of a bunch of uh, the listeners here obviously are going to be our students mm-hmm. in our youth ministry big big nba fans yeah we got oh yeah most of them are lebron haters and so i'm like a lebron apologetic yeah so i'm in, I'm <laughs> I'm in the LeBron, I'm, yeah. yeah you know i gotta gotta defend lebron a little bit yeah um ed's also a, a member <clears throat> at Owensboro Christian yep. in, uh, in in Owensboro, Kentucky. Yes. Uh, just to make this connection for for some of our listeners, uh, their their lead pastor mm-hmm. is it their lead is that is that we guys call him? What's his name again? Scott Kenworthy. Scott Kenworthy. He's a graduate of Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, mm-hmm. and so we have a bunch of people in our church who have graduated from there, who are currently there, who uh, aspire to go to Southern. And so, mm-hmm. a pretty cool connection. I've heard some of his messages, and he's just a solid, solid, solid. Uh, dude yeah yeah um let's see w- one of the one of the coolest things um uh, about ed there, there's many cool things about ed but obviously just the the integral part of, of his identity is is that he's a, a follower of jesus absolutely yeah. so ed just kind of to introduce you to the people who are going to listen to this podcast could you just kind of give, give a, a quick summary of kind of your 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 church background mm-hmm. maybe you're coming to faith mm-hmm. kind of what that looked like for the people to know you a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I was originally born in Dayton, Ohio, which is about four hours away from Orangeboro, where I currently live. Um, and I just grew up in a church. I grew up in the Southern Baptist Church, Greater St. John Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, my grandfather was one of the deacons there. He he led the communications ministry. So he would record the services. He would upload sermons to the radio broadcast and into yeah. television. So I did that with him as well. So just growing up in the church, you know, of course, you're in, you're introduced to Christ at a very young mm-hmm. age. Um, but it, it, it still takes that leap as mm-hmm. you get older. Um, you start to understand, you know, certain concepts. You start to understand different worldviews and mm-hmm. It, it becomes a thing to where you really want to make that commitment. Like, Jesus, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I know what you did. And I'm choosing, mm-hmm. right, to, 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 to accept the grace that you offered mm-hmm. me. Um, and that was the case for me. You know, it was just this is what I knew. This is what I grew up. And it was just making that commitment. Um, mm-hmm. 
at the right time. Man, that's that's incredible, and I can I can totally totally vouch for even since since I've known I've known Ed for probably three years now, maybe yeah. four years, yep. and it's like I can I can tell in my sister's life, CJ, just like spiritual direction that mm-hmm. you've that you've either leading your family well. You're leading them towards Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ is clearly your head, and mm-hmm. you're leading them uh, to Him as well. And so I just, man, I appreciate that. And it's it's so cool. To, it's so cool <coughs> to watch Ed follow Jesus. Uh, just so you know, listeners, we are at a, a family gathering. It's actually it's it's a month and a half later, but we're celebrating <laughs> celebrating Ed's birthday at my parents' yeah. uh, this afternoon. And uh, so if you if you happen to hear a baby crying, if you happen to hear um, some toddlers come up and say, "Hey, Daddy." That that's what's happening. Yep. We're at a family gathering, <laughs> but I uh, really appreciate Ed coming on the podcast here. One uh, another very unique, I think I would say unique thing mm-hmm. uh, about Ed here is, um, man, you you love philosophy. Yes, <laughs> philosophy. Yeah, really do. And I can only imagine, like listeners, are like philosophy. What? Like <laughs> what is? What is philosophy? Because I'll be honest with you, I mm-hmm. took Christian philosophy as a seminary class, yep. but. You know, I don't have a lot of background in mm-hmm. philosophy. I didn't really understand what it was mm-hmm. that I was even getting into. You yeah, know, like yeah. you know the bigs, the the Plato's, the, uh, the the, and you might hear dogs as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I see a dog coming. But but you know, when I first got introduced to philosophy, I was very unsure mm. what I was getting into. Yeah, and so I think we're gonna have a conversation here about philosophy. Mm-hmm. But I think just to 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 set the groundwork for myself, mm-hmm. right? Because I think you're going to educate me quite a bit here, and also our listeners. Could you just kind of tell us a little bit about what is philosophy? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the thing about this question is, depending who you ask, right, you may get a different answer. So, <laughs> but I think at the basis, right, um, philosophy I would define. It's kind of it's it's this branch of study, right, of the fundamental things about existence right nature reality um and this is all derived with reasoning um logic the laws of logic right critical thinking um that's how i would i would kind of sum up philosophy and and its use Mm. for sure yeah so and and this kind of this kind of a side question Mm -hmm. here Our, our students last year went through an entire series uh, we just called uh, we called it the final say, and it was mm. really just a series on apologetics, yeah. which is defending the faith. Yes, and so so kind of, and I know you that's one of your fields that you really enjoy as mm-hmm. well. Is there a difference? What is the difference between philosophy mm-hmm. and apologetics, or are they very similar? Yeah, good question. They're very similar. Well, I, w- I would say that apologetics is just a branch off of ph- philosophy and theology. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's different types of apologetics as well. You, I would say that you know the more classical version probably dwells more into philosophy. Um, there's um, presupp- presuppositional po- parts of apologetics too mm-hmm. that kind of deal more with. Uh, the theology aspect mm-hmm. of it, but yeah, I, I would say uh, uh, apologetics is just kind of a, a branch of philosophy that deals with um, using philosophy to defend the reliability of the of the Christian faith. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, and, and so I, I, you know, I think our students would understand like apologetics, why we need to study apologetics, mm-hmm. right? Think about First Peter, uh, always, always be ready to give yeah. a defense for the hope uh, that is in you. First Peter three fifteen. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so like a, clearly, like apologetics is a necessary Christian discipline, yes. a necessary Christian yeah. study. Mm-hmm. But I believe, thanks to seminary, mm-hmm. honestly, and and thanks to you in large mm-hmm. part, like philosophy 
is also a very crucial discipline and study of, of the Christian wall. Yes. And so, yeah. so let me just ask you, as a Christian, mm-hmm. speaking to largely Christian audience here through this podcast, why should Christians care at all about mm. philosophy? Absolutely. This is such a big question because this tackles so many different um, um, ideas, mm-hmm. right? Why should Christians care about philosophy? Well, one thing, you know, uh, religion as a whole um, kind of just dwells into f- philosophical concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there are certain things, given any religion, that you need to have some basic understanding of philosophy to kind of grasp these relig- uh, religious concepts, right? Um, for example, you know, we understanding the, the very nature of God. Um, you know, a, a lot of people, we can use words to describe God, you know, omnipotent, right? He's omniscient, omnibenevolent. But what does it mean, right, for a being to be all-powerful, actually? And what does that entail? Um, and, and, and these things are very important because, again, so many different people have so many different worldviews. And with so many different worldviews, you know, how can we discern which which is correct, which is false, when we don't have a lot of empirical evidence that's maybe testable, right? Mm-hmm. So how can we get to the truth of those things? And that, that's, that's what philosophy is for. That's what reasoning and, 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 and these laws that govern this reality that I believe derive from the very nature of God. Mm-hmm. That's the reason we can sit here and communicate and understand mm-hmm. each other, Chase, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because, right, that, that kind of principle derives from the very nature of God. Uh, but that's what that's there for, mm-hmm. um, we speak of, you know, divine revelation, something like mm-hmm. scripture, but, you know, there's natural revelation as well, mm-hmm. creation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would I would lump the laws of logic into natural revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we can use those things to point back to God because they're grounded in God, which mm-hmm. I think is just awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it, 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 it's very important for, yeah. for Christians to kind of have a basic, at least a basic foundation within philosophy so that when we discuss these topics or you may run into a skeptic who may mm. um have these um discerning questions for you they, they may not uh believe in scripture because of this idea in their head that they seem like maybe contradictory or just doesn't make sense from a a, a, a philosophical worldview but if we have this understanding right yeah. and, and being guided by the spirit as well which is yeah. very important right we can we can sit and confidently answer those questions and show that hey our faith is not blind but mm-hmm. it's reasonable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and rational which which i mean i think i think clearly like laying it out like that okay this is this is necessary for all christians to at least have a foot in the door yes in, yes absolutely i mean i mean you know we're we're talking mostly here i think high school and middle schoolers who are about to go to college yes who are, you know maybe maybe in west kentucky in the bible belt mm-hmm. uh been sheltered from a lot of worldviews which by the way we kind of throw around what is what is a world view? great question yeah I, you know and if i if i again chase if i throw out some terms <laughs> yeah, like could. hey could you define that for us please because you know sometimes Ed i made a 36 forget. on his SAT. <laughs> Right, right. He's a smart dude. Yeah, so I would say uh, um, basically what a worldview is, is just the way you kind of just view the world, right? Your, okay. your, your main beliefs about the world, and, and that's going to determine how you live your life, right? So mm-hmm. that's how I would define worldview. So, yeah. you know, having a, a, a Christian worldview, of course, it means, you know, you, you are a follower of Jesus mm-hmm. um, and uh, his commandments, his way. You're trying to emulate Jesus, mm-hmm. and that would be our worldview, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would have people who, you know, are different from different religious backgrounds or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, people can create their own different worldviews or standards to go by. But yeah, it's just the basic mm-hmm. way you view the world and yeah. how you live your life. Yeah. yeah. And so everyone has a worldview. Everyone has correct? a worldview. Yeah, yes, everyone. everyone has a worldview. And, yes. and, and I think like for our students listening here, 
Even if you don't know you have a worldview, you have a worldview, and we're trying to shape your worldview mm-hmm. via the scriptures, yeah. right? And so that, here's the thing, you, you're going to go to college in, in a year, two years, three or four years, whatever it may be, or you're going to go into the workforce, mm-hmm. and you're going to encounter opposing worldviews. And you don't even mind, you might not even know it, but there in, the, in your public schools, yeah, you know, in your locker rooms, mm-hmm. you got teammates, you got classmates, you got teachers, with opposing worldviews to yours, which we're hoping we're praying is a Christian worldview, a biblical worldview. Yes. And so it's important. The study of philosophy is gonna is gonna help you, it's gonna aid you in being able to to reason mm-hmm. with people from different worldviews about about your faith. And so I can yeah. I can see the the connection between apologetics and philosophy. Mm-hmm. And you kinda hit it on the question, you know, why should Christians in general care about philosophy? And mm-hmm. I think you gave an excellent answer. But what about teenagers specifically? Yeah. Is is it just kind of just lumped into, hey, all Christians got to know this? Or can you can you identify like specific things for teenagers? Like, hey, this is really important for you at 16 years old to care a little bit, have your foot in the door a little bit into philosophy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is probably more, I, I, would, I would push more for teens to do mm-hmm. this just because the state that they're in lives, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about people who are 15, 16, 17. You know, think about where you are at that time. Um, you're you're ending your high school career. Maybe you're heading off to college, or maybe you're heading out to the wor- workforce. Any anyway, you're you're going to be right. Everything is about to just hit you really fast, right? Yeah. Life is going to come at you really fast. Adulthood. So when that comes, and we kind of spoke about this earlier, you know, you're going to be unsheltered. You're going to start mm-hmm. to encounter a lot of people mm-hmm. with a lot of different worldviews, a lot of things that you you may not have known before that may even pushed back onto what you currently believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think just for like, as, as an example, you know, you could uh, run into somebody, you, you grew up um, a Christian in church always, you know, and, and I find this a lot of time too, Chase, is as, as, a, as children who grow up in the church, mm-hmm. sometimes it can become uh, just a routine thing. Yep. It becomes a pattern yeah, absolutely. thing. It, it's a, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm a Christian because, you know, we go to church every mm-hmm. Sunday, but they don't really have that foundational relationship mm-hmm. with Christ, right? right? It's just, you know, yeah. we go, this is all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we hear things about, you know, Jesus is uh, Jesus dying on the cross and the atonement or, or, or the very nature of God, the Trinity, right? So we can say, yeah, the Trinity is three in one, but what does that actually mean? <laughs> right? How does that actually Can you actually explain the sense? Trinity real quick? I'm oh, just, I'm man. just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Continue. Yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> so like these things, you're like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. And like I said, you, from a surface level, you yeah. may know these things, but there's no deep understanding. Yeah. So when you run into somebody and they go, maybe a Muslim, and they say, hey, how mm-hmm. how does how does how can God right be three in one? How does that mm-hmm. logically make sense? Yeah. Right? How could Jesus be God but also praying to God? Right? Mm-hmm. How could you know it, certain straw men mm-hmm. throw at you there? But seriously, there, there there are certain things that uh, people may throw at you that you just haven't pondered before. Mm-hmm. And if, like I said, if you don't have that deep understanding, that strong relationship with Christ, it can shake some people. And I've seen people walk away because mm-hmm. they didn't have a true understanding of what Scripture was saying. They yeah. didn't have a true understanding of these concepts that we talk about or that certain pastors preach about. And, mm-hmm. and it caused them to walk away. Um, and I think that's really unfortunate. Yeah, and and I sure. really do employ more people, more churches, actually, mm-hmm. with children to um, kind of talk about these concepts and, and, and like what they mean. How can we know um, for certain in, in this world that God exists, given who we know God to be? Mm-hmm. Um, 
talk about certain pushbacks people have and have these discussions. They're, they're very important because I think that at the end of the day, once that happens and people begin to have this deep understanding and 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 uh, understanding in certain concepts that maybe they didn't know before, I, I really believe that that your faith grows stronger because yeah. now you have this reliability that, oh, I'm not a Christian because I grew up a Christian. I'm a Christian because it's true. I believe that Jesus died on the cross and that he, he actually resurrected like. I believe that to happen. Yeah, that's why I choose to follow that's Christ. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's good, man. Man, that's so good. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious. I, I know the answer. Mm-hmm. I know the answer, but but I just want you to kind of spill it out for listeners. Uh, well, first of all, when did you start caring about philosophy? Was it as a teenager? That's a great question. Yes. Uh, so I would say that I always had this innate, you know, thing to always question certain sure. things. Okay. Uh, I I remember as a kid, um, there, there's this great. Um, philosophical argument for theism theism being just a person who believes that god or gods exist uh so christians would classify as theists there's this theist argument um surrounding the origins of the universe mm-hmm. called the kalam cosmological <laughs> argument um and and it basically says that you know um everything that begins to exist has a cause the universe began to exist therefore the universe has a cause now surface level right that may seem pretty simple but that entails that it, that mm-hmm. entails a lot um and i think that works really well with scripture you talk about the beginning of genesis and, yeah. and god being the the originator of all mm-hmm. really works a lot but I, I remember as a child right dealing with like concepts like infinity like mm-hmm. is infinity even possible quality wise quantity wise in the real world kind of just dealing with the universe like the universe must have had a beginning right and if the new universe must have had a beginning then what is the cause of that right Mm -hmm. if you insert something like god right given the properties of god if we say god is this perfect being who is necessary well if god is necessary right he can't be contingent meaning that he can't be dependent on anything else Mm. so he's timeless and if god is timeless god doesn't have a beginning and if god doesn't have a beginning there's no need mm. for a cause of God, yeah. right? Because he is the, as Aristotle would put it, God is the unmoved mover. Mm. Um, and to bring that up, just as a kid, like wrestling mm-hmm. with these things. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't that deep into it, but just sure. like, right, you know, right, right. something had to cause the universe, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. just like, it makes sense that God would be the cause of the universe. Yeah. But growing up and, and you see like, yes, and there's reasons to why it was just amazing. I, I was called in and that kind of deep. And when I got into college, I would take certain courses um, after college, just kind of um, looking into different people, which kind of just furthered the loophole and then started reading. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when the pandemic hit, it was kind of oh. full blown. I was in the yeah, house all the yeah. time. It was it was full blown at that point. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of like the process of me just going through it, you know, always asking questions and, and being interested in that side. You set me up for faith. Yeah. The question, the question I really want to ask, because mm-hmm. I, I think you could, you could address here, you could address teenagers mm-hmm. with questions. Yes. And you could address churches who I think a lot of times, mm-hmm. youth pastors, parents mm-hmm. are going to listen to this, who are afraid when mm-hmm. their kids ask questions or yeah. actually can make children feel bad or teenagers feel bad for, for questioning mm. certain things about God and not just God's three in one. Wait, what? what? Mm. Like God exists? Like what? Yeah. And so what would you say to the listener who could be any of those things? <laughs> Are questions bad? Absolutely. <laughs> Chase, absolutely not. Why no, not? No, because one, I think when people get up, if you get upset about people asking or mm-hmm. even questioning things about the Christian faith, mm-hmm. 
you shouldn't be upset if you know that what you believe is true, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I wouldn't be upset if my daughter asked me, uh, Daddy, does one plus one really equal two? <laughs> right. Well, absolutely <laughs> equals two. It's fundamentally truth. How yeah. do I know? We yeah. can sit there and explain it. Yeah. It's the same way with Christianity. Mm. But it's important to get these questions asked and answered. And, and if, if, it's a, if it's a thing where, you know, you're asked a question and you personally don't know. That's that's okay. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there's somebody in your church and your mm-hmm. community that may know these answers that you can reach out to and help. But mm-hmm. I think the danger is when these questions go unanswered, it becomes, oh, well, maybe these questions can't be answered. Or maybe they can't be answered because just maybe this thing that I grew up to believe just isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just never want that to be the case. Um, mm-hmm. Like you, you mentioned, the, 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 the first Peter verse, like, you know, mm-hmm. always have a defense mm-hmm. ready. And um, even, you know, Paul, right? After Paul's conversion to Damascus, he goes back to Jerusalem with the disciples. The first thing you see is he's in the synagogues convincing others of Christ. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that's, you know, because, yeah. you know, he, 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 he had that encounter with Christ. He, he knows what he's saying is true in the same way we believe we, we know it's true. So we need to go out there and say, there are answers to these. There are answers to these questions. Not to say that there's answers to everything. There, there's right, some things right, right, that right. people are going to disagree about. There are mysteries, of course, just because mm-hmm. given our state, our finite knowledge compared to God's infinite knowledge, right? There, there are certain things we just can't grasp. Yeah. yeah. But the, the 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 essentials, right? The majority of the stuff that people struggle with, there are definitely um, sufficient answers that we can provide. Um, and it's just about kind of digging deep, yeah. understanding those and. Praying, 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 pray, pray about it, right? And when yeah. you pray about these things, one, I would, I would suggest pray for boldness, mm. because I think I find a lot of times, Chase, even with me earlier, uh, doing this, I was very scared to find something that would, that would shake me a little bit, and, mm. and not a sense mm. that you know Christianity is not true, but maybe you know th- there's so many views within Christianity that <laughs> right? people hold. Yeah. Uh, just to give an example, like, and, and this is just just an example, right? This is not giving away none of my views but you know you have you know people who believe in uh uh uh, young earth creationism old earth creationism stuff like that and you know if you're growing up and you had one view you were strictly on it you like you know nothing can change me and you start to read a little bit and then develop different you're like oh wait a minute i don't know if i like this but be bold and and just pray for boldness that that you're able to endure that pray for humility that you know you don't know everything Mm -hmm. and some things you may be wrong about some things you may be right about but just be on the quest for truth because Christ himself said, you know, I am the way I am. The truth, right. right. So it's, there, there, there's nothing so to be good. afraid of when, when questioning these things. Man, so good. Yes. I just, just to reiterate questions aren't bad. No, they aren't evil. No, they're not. And so if you're a youth student listening to this, like ask the questions. Yes. Don't be embarrassed to ask the questions. Ask your pastors, the questions, ask your parents, the questions, uh, ask ask God the questions. Yes. Like ask the Bible questions. Yes, I, I I love this. The Bible is is not a book that is afraid to be asked questions. No, it's not. No, uh, Jesus wasn't a person <laughs> afraid to be asked questions. Yes, and, and so I would also just say to maybe adults listening to this, parents listening to this, man, our homes and our churches ought to be the safest place in the world mm-hmm. to ask these questions. And I'm not saying we're going to have a perfect answer. Like, come ask me. And, you know, we actually had a lesson on this not too long ago. What mm-hmm. is the Trinity? Yeah. And, like, as I was doing the lesson, I was like, this is really, really hard. It is. Because they were peppering tough. me with yeah. questions. I was like, yeah. let's see how good. <laughs> and I had to, you know, at some point, like you're saying, I might have to leave it with, hey, the, the Trinity is a there's, – there's an element mm-hmm. in which the Trinity is a mystery. Yes. Every question you have, I certainly won't have the yes. answer. Yes. Uh, the greatest philosophers in the world might not have an Absolutely. answer. Absolutely, yeah. And so there's going to be a mystery there. Yeah. But, 
but ask your questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just want to ask this, maybe maybe one or two more questions yeah. here, Ed. I again, I know the answer to this to this particular question, mm-hmm. but uh, how has and you've you've answered it, but mm-hmm. how has philosophy helped helped you grow spiritually into maturity closer to the Lord? Man, 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 man. Like I said. Right, Chase. I, I grew up in the church, yep. um, and it was one of those things to where, especially late high school, college, um, it became kind of just a routine, a pattern for me. You know, yeah, I went to church, and you know, but like, what, what was there? I, I don't want to say something was 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 missing, but it was just I didn't have certain desires to do the things. Right, I didn't have the the desire to to consistently go to church. Right, I didn't have the desire to consistently read scripture as I should. I didn't have these certain desires, and I I, I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you why. And I, it was just it's just one of those phases, right? Um, but you know, as I started to, uh, I, I've always always wanted to defend my faith um, against others. Um, Right, the thing I grew up with, and this is what I truly believe. But as I grew more into that, as I started to see the reliability of Scripture, right, as I started to see the reliability of the eyewitness testimony in the New Testament, um, of the evidence we have of the resurrection of Christ, um, the evidence we have for just theism in general that that a God has to exist, right, that it's necessary for God to exist, it, it just became more. And more enlightening to me, mm-hmm. um, it, I, that desire just started to come to where you know I, I wanted to open up scripture. I wanted to read more, right? I wanted to go to church more, not just go to church though, just be involved. Or I wanted to do ministry. I wanted to help spread the gospel to people. Mm-hmm. And I think that just derived from just you know putting myself out there, saying you know what, if I have questions, back to what you were saying, Chase, I, I need to get them answered. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't sit here and just not you know leave it up to chance. I need to go out there and, and actually find what i'm looking for and in doing so it just helped strengthen my relationship i had with christ yeah um you know i always tell people that apologetics right apologetics does not save people Mm -hmm. right christ saves people right the spirit the spirit is there to help guide you um that's the thing but apologetics is there to show that there's a foundation to this Mm -hmm. and it's reliable Mm -hmm. and that that's what we can trust and i think that's just such a beautiful thing um and i think that's how it, it helped me in my process of, mm-hmm. of growing in Christ. I'm continually growing mm-hmm. in Christ. You know, I think I grow mm-hmm. every day, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Super good. And I know, I know Ed has, has done his work. He's asked a lot of questions. I'm sure you've asked pastors questions. I'm yes. sure you've asked uh, people in your community questions. I'm sure you asked the Bible questions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've asked a lot of philosophers questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, maybe, maybe we'll end on, on this particular note. Uh, so say at this point you you've got a couple listeners hooked. Mm-hmm. It's like man, philosophy. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I want to to put my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are for for teenagers, right? Who are some particular philosophers who you would just highly recommend? Hey, here's a good guy or a good girl to get your foot in the door to to learn a little bit about philosophy. Mm-hmm. Who would you recommend to teenagers? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, there's so there's so many great Christian minds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Christian theologians or philosophers. Um just to throw some out, I would say if you want to go back earlier to to you know the the church growing, I think Thomas Aquinas was mm-hmm. was really good yeah. during his time period, man. He he put out some really great foundations on on building think pieces. Mm-hmm. Um I would definitely recommend reading some Thomas uh Thomas Aquinas Speaking of like modern, you want more modern thinkers and philosophers. 
Um, I think one of the actually greatest Christian philosophers to ever live, he's still living today, is Alvin Plantinga. He's about 90. Um, he was re really prevalent around 60s to 70s, um, and he really put a dent into skeptics' arguments for the problem of evil. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of you may have kind of heard this in, in, in some which way or form, mm -hmm. but yep. people try to show contradictions between the the attributes of God, God being all loving and all powerful. And how could an all loving, all powerful allow evil to exist, right? If he's all powerful and all loving, then it seems like there's a contradiction there from a logical standpoint. Plantinga kind of, he, he really demolished really the logical problem of evil. Now, there's still some evidential problems there dealing with probability that, that people are still working out. But logically, though, that, that bears no burden on theism as Plantinga shows. He, he, he's really amazing in that aspect. One of my favorite, personal favorites, uh, William Lane Craig. Yeah, William That's Lane Craig. Uh, he, uh, big proponent of the Kalam cosmological argument that I, uh, uh, mm -hmm. Said earlier, um, he's really good. He's probably one of the greatest Christian debaters mm. to ever live. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. he 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 runs them off, man, <laughs> on that debate stage. William Lane Craig's really good. Um, another guy, I'm currently reading. Um, his name is uh, J.P. Moreland. Yes, yes, J.P. Moreland. He has a book that I'm currently reading called um, "Is God a Moral Monster?" and it kind of walks you through the Old Testament. Um, and the uh, alleged atrocities that God commits, you know, kind of just driving out the uh, Canaanites, right? And, and mm -hmm. some of the things that we mm -hmm. see God command. And he's, he's showing how these things God are doing are not only just, but merciful and fair. A lot of people try to say, you know, this, this seems like God is acting out of, you know, this is evil. These things that he's doing is evil. And he really does a great job of showing um, God's love and mercy through those acts mm -hmm. um, in the Old Testament. So, yeah, so th those four, I would say, would be great to start mm -hmm. off with. Uh, um, Thomas Aquinas, Alvin Plantinga, William Lane Craig, J.P. Moreland. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're really good at, at just laying foundations for certain things out, you know, whether it be arguments for God existence, um, defending the Bible and scripture and the reliability of the Bible, mm -hmm. um, uh, or, or just, you know, uh, putting up the Christian faith ver uh, versus other religions, right? They're, they're, they're really good, those four, to get started, um, for sure. I was trying to think if there's anybody. I, I would really start with those four, and yeah. then, you know, you can That's always delve, delve deep, yeah. deeper yeah. into the... I, uh, so I actually, in the last year, read uh, Love God With All Your Mind mm. by J.P. Moreland. Maybe yeah. a year and a half. I actually mm -hmm. sent it to you for, or recommend or something. Maybe here at, the, at, at my parents' mm -hmm. house, mention something about Moreland. Really, really love Moreland. Yeah. Uh, you said, so Love God With All Your Mind is the book I'm, I've read. You said you're reading. What's the book called? Um, it's God A Moral Monster. It's God A Moral Monster. Yeah. And then I'm going to give a layup to our teenagers mm -hmm. in particular. Have you ever heard of Right Now Media? Uh, it's, a, it's like a platform full of videos, Bible studies, all these different things. I don't think so. Oh, no. And so our, our church, if you remember our church, you know you get a free uh, you get free membership to Right Now Media. Just tons oh. of tons of Bible resources. Uh -huh. On Right Now Media is uh is a series called Faith Defenders mm. by William Lane yes. Craig. And yes. it's like two to five minute videos yeah. Yeah. on uh and, and uh, inspired by William Lane Craig. Mm. Uh, and does he have a book? Do you know? Is it he called has, Faith yes. Defenders? He has he has multiple books. Um, he has it? a course. Well, I know he has a course. Okay, he, he has it's a, a course. It's a course. Okay, um, maybe that's where they get it from. Yeah, I think it, that's where they get it from. Because yeah. I think it's actually I think the course might be called Faith Defenders okay, as well. Right, but it's right. something ter okay. towards the term uh, okay. terminology. Uh, yes, but he has uh, plenty of books. I, 
one book by William Lane Craig, if you do decide to kind of read on him, because uh, it's very popular, he doesn't get really technical, because Craig can get very technical in certain mm-hmm. concepts, and I, I wouldn't suggest going really technical if you're mm-hmm. just starting out. Mm-hmm. You really want to stay mainstream on the popular level at first to kind of get your feet wet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a book called Reasonable Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, amazing book. I mean, he just goes through, you know, multiple arguments for God. He goes through the resurrection of Christ and the uh, the evidence that we have for the uh, resurrection of Christ and some other things. So, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. that's also, yeah, that's also uh, a book I would recommend yeah, for sure. Super good. Yeah. So, so to our teens listening, to our parents listening, you want to get your feet wet in this uh, philosophical world, Christian philosophy in particular. Mm-hmm. Go to Right Now Media, get in your search bar, just type William lane craig yep and that series will, will pop up it's like 15 episodes two to five minutes each yeah. and i'm telling you like i i went through it probably about the time i was reading jp morland mm-hmm. that's when i started really caring about philosophy yeah um and it's 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 dense yeah, it's it is. also yeah. basic and it's you know it's like uh there's a study guide attached to it mm-hmm. so so definitely go check that out uh, your Buckeyes yeah. are up 10. It's looking like they pulled this together. Yeah, it's not looking good in the first do. half. <laughs> we got my cats taking on Georgia tonight. Yeah. And on that note here, Edge, just any last things to encourage a, encourage a listener? Any last things you'd want to, to say to wrap up this episode? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, I think philosophy is a great piece um, um, for, our Christian, for our Christian worldview, for Christian doctrine to use, right, to help with to show that how our, our faith is reliable and, and it's it's the truth, right? Mm-hmm. It, it stands out because what we believe is true and, and, and we can prove that using our reasoning and, and, and logic and, and things of that nature. And, and again, you know, I would just pray for boldness. I would pray for humility. I, w- I would mm-hmm. I would pray to just for understanding, right? For, for a softer heart when, when mm-hmm. delving into these topics, right? That you're just able to just, you know, Regardless of, of the things you think you may know, just, you know, ask God to point you to the truth when 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 going deeper into these into the uh, philosophical realm. Um, and yeah, man, I, I think w- once that starts, you know, it, it's like a bug. Like you don't want to stop. It's like, oh, man, this yeah. is this is amazing. It's yeah. awesome for sure. So, man. yeah, so good. I, I appreciate it. I know I know listeners, parents, uh, people listening to this podcast have been absolutely encouraged by mm-hmm. you. And so as always, we pray that this podcast and this particular episode was edifying to the church of Jesus Christ, was glorifying to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Until next time, go Cats.